folks. Welcome to episode 56 of the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour. My name is Tim Brenner, and I come to you with good and bad news. The bad news is that Kyle Sherry will not be joining us on this episode of the Fail Sun Tragedy Hour. The good news is it's because he's dead. Um, Kyle died tragically in a disc golf-related accident, um, much like 127 hours he went out to the course. Nobody told. Uh, he didn't tell anybody where he was going, and um, his arm got pinned in a boulder, and he had to eat off his own arm. So tragically, Kyle Sherry will not be joining us. Um, but he is dead, so that's something good to look forward to. Um, but I have my co-host with me for today, the one, the only, the soul rat himself, Mr. Sean Quincy Foster. Sean, welcome to the show. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me, Tim. Dude, I am so excited. A because Kyle's dead. <laughs> That's a fucking win. I'm excited too. I'm I'm eager like a like a new stepdad. <laughs> ready to fucking fill fill the void. Yeah, I'm ready to fill the void, but not really. Yeah, because because, because nobody <laughs> all right, all right. because no one can. No one can. Because, yeah, no one can quite fill Well, I, okay, this is actually interesting because Kyle's wife left him. He's dead. So I'm, okay. I'm, I'm kind of oh, okay. So I I'm, see what you're saying. So honestly, this is just a new family, and I'm very excited. A whole new family, oh. whole new beginnings. Let's do it. <laughs> so, Sean, um, I kind of wanted to start off today's episode because we're recording this on March 13th, and this is the kind of official one year mark of the absolute entire world shutting down. Yeah, I was seeing all the uh, like the news reports. They're replaying what they played a year ago. Yeah, everybody is kind of doing their like um. One one year anniversary of coronavirus. One year core anniversary. I've seen it called. Like, do you remember? Like, even though it do, it technically wasn't that long ago, three hundred sixty five days. It feels like it was about a decade ago. It does. However, I'd argue just it felt like I don't know. This kind of went oddly fast. That is true. It, I, but I, it's almost like a year. You know, I would argue like it's felt that long, but at least from my perspective, it shot by. I, I can't true. believe we're back in March again. August to now flew by. Yes, the entire holiday season. Once it hit like fall, late summer, it was over. Yeah. Summer was nice. Summer was great. Like summer, like especially here in New York where like the case positivity rate was below like 1% for a little bit. Yeah, we got our crisis level pandemic out out of the way early and yeah. let everyone else yeah ruin their own summers. Yeah, because we had some lessons in leadership. <laughs> <laughs> oh, aged like my a fine boy, wine. That shit aged boy, like milk. See, it's so funny because at the start of it, I was I was team I was team Governor Cuomo for yeah. sure. I was I was telling everybody I was like, guys, we got the best governor. Like we're getting hit the worst and we're still afloat. Yeah. That's let's thank this guy. He's laying it down. He's he's our Italian grandfather coming out being like, <laughs> Wear the masks. Where did the mask? Eat the meatball. Where did uh, the masks? <laughs> um, but honestly, you know, a lot can change in a year. Yeah, yeah. Behind the scenes, it was an absolute fucking nightmare. What was going on? Yeah, not. not, Um, I can imagine. I I would not blame them for taking the action of like everybody stay calm. But at the end of the day, like at least in the social media age, transparency. If it's shown that there was not transparency, like 
there, there's way less forgiveness nowadays for lack of transparency. Absolutely. Specifically because like we've, we have this like access to the government that I don't think really anybody has had in the 250 year history of the U S yeah. Like you can still write your Senator, but when have you been able to tweet your Senator? <laughs> Dude, for the S- I, I, since I was, when, when did Twitter like launch? It was about, I like, believe it was 2007 ish. I could be wrong though. Since I was 10, I've been able to tweet mean statements to the president of the United States. Yeah. That's always been an option. <laughs> I can, like what? I can publicly ask Joe Biden for $2,000. And there's a possibility he could see it. I mean, most likely a lot of these people do have AIDS running it, but it's it's yeah. the principle of the matter. Yeah. Like, back in 1776, it's like, if we were, were in New York, like, or not 1776, but a little later down the line after, like, the Virginia Compromise when, like, the, the capital moved to D.C. Yeah, it's like, D.C. Ah, we're in New York. Eh, kind of, I guess I'll just go farm again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was today. so like how maybe just maybe you could write a letter and perhaps it would get That's to if the you White knew how House. To write. Yeah, yeah. If you even knew how to write or read, like yeah. Nowadays, oh, that's cr- I could send a meme to the president, <laughs> like not even just tweet at him. We're in a whole different age. I could just send gifts. <laughs> not not only that, you could you could send like a deep like a deep fried. Oh yes, the deepest ride. Like, like doesn't even make any sense. Kind of no. meme. No, Joe Biden would just be sitting in the Oval Office, scrolling through his t- through his like mentions, and be like, uh, "What does this uh, even mean, Mac? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Well, uh, what? What's a what's a sus? <laughs> is this Among Us? Is is this is this imposter? Among Us? Is this imposter from Among Us? Uh, Mac, no, we definitely live in a crazy age. The ability to, uh, yeah, just be in that instant contact with, and forget politicians and whatever, just everyone. It's legitimately like rotting people. my brain. It's rotting my brain. Oh yeah, and, uh, but the thing is, I would have said that a couple of years ago. I'll tell you what's really rotting my brain is uh, TikTok. Oh yeah, I have a little theory about TikTok. Honestly. It's a all right, so back in the 60s, the 50s and 60s, you know, the CIA declassified um, all their information on MK Ultra and stuff, sure. and, you know, mind control experiments with LSD and stuff like that. With all, at the end of the day, they really, uh, this was like a couple of years ago, they released the information on this. Um, one of several conclusive things that they got basically at the end of it was that if you show um or play like you know if somebody hears or sees the same kind of message 2500 times 2500 times they will in some way it could be drastic it could not be but they will in some way shape or form change their thought pattern or feeling process to match that so tiktok relies on short videos and a short attention span and it relies on you swiping through and watching the next thing and the next thing and then the algorithm throws things back at you that you already like so is it crazy to think that if you're just scrolling through tiktok for a couple weeks like you successfully uh been infiltrated by a thought process that is not your own and now you somewhat believe it 
because 25, that's the, it's just that number, 2,500. It doesn't, and that's the problem. People, oh, it's a conspiracy or something. It's like, it doesn't even have to be a conspiracy or anything. It's just the, it's just the negative repercussion. So would you say you've seen, what is it? Would you, what was that number? 25,000? Oh, uh, no, 2,500. 2,500. Have you, we've all seen 2,500 TikToks. Oh, yeah. Like, I probably watch about 200 over the course of, like, a day. Easy. Exactly, and you just multiply that, it's 2,500 in no time. That's interesting. So, what what is your algorithm looking like? What is your For You page looking like? Uh, my For You page is somewhere that no one should ever be. Um, so, we have basically a, um, like, a compilation of, so we got, like, memes, you know, um, but the issue is my memes have just gotten worse and worse. Um, okay. I, I find them hilarious. They get better and better, but I think objectively they just get worse and worse. Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, like we were saying, just deep fried to the point where like, you can't even really understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, you know, like just overlapping sounds and, and images that just don't make sense. Aren't relevant. Like left field. That's, that's my com- absurdist comedy. Take Eric Andre and just put like, like more random stuff. And that's what I think is peak comedy. Um, so I get a lot of those. I'm a big fan of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, I get a lot of weird people and I don't just mean like, Oh, this is like a weird person doing like, a, I don't know, like a cosplay or something like, no, no, yeah. not like, Oh, I don't like your interests. Weird. No, I mean like They're this video weird has, people. this video has two likes, no <laughs> comments and maybe like 50 views. And it's like someone in their like sixties talking about how like, like, these people are following them in the Walmart parking lot. And then like, I go to their page and it's just like endless videos. They're just making, and it's like, they, it's like they're communicating to TikTok as if it's a different medium. I don't think they understand that they're just broadcasting out into like a, into a sea is sometimes they address the TikTok Like it's a private message and I'm just That's... so perturbed by it. That is like um, so. I'm getting. Oh, that's fucking. I want to call it freak behavior, but I almost want to call it elevated. <laughs> like, it's, it's so <laughs> elevated, we can't even comprehend it, dude. Like, cause like I'm thinking about like all these like UFO conspiracies of people who are like like one of the more famous UFO sightings was literally no joke, ten miles away from my house. Oh yeah, they say um like Westchester and northern New Jersey, the most UFO sightings, even more than like the desert. Like the whole Roswell you know thing was just of the crash. Do you know why? Why is that? Big fucking nuclear power plant. Where do you have a nuclear power plant? Uh Indian Point. It's in oh. Westchester. It's in Westchester. It's literally like one of my friends lives on uh the mountain like two miles north. And their view of the Hudson, it's 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 really be- like gorgeous view that is um, tarnished by the Indian Point power plant. Yeah, the, the, the working theory behind it all is that aliens are attracted to or focus on uh, an area with a high concentration of, like, nuclear power because okay. it's a more advanced means of energy. Yeah, they see that, and they're like, all right, so whoever's over here, they're kind of working on something. Yeah, because, like, they've already obviously discovered the gift of flight. Like interplanetary oh, yeah. flight. At least to aliens, nuclear energy is probably like like Legos. That's pilgrim shit to them. Yeah, so they're like, oh, this is kind of cool that some of these like monkeys on this on this ball of dirt like are yeah. kind of doing this. 
yeah, like, they're vibing pretty hard, and, like, they fuck with the vision, but, like, I, I want to... Do you think we're alone in the universe, Sean? Um, I mean, all right, so personally, I would say, if I'm a, as a betting man, I would just put my money on, like, there's got to be life out there. Yeah, that was got to be just the amount of, like... And if we're just going to say life, like, oh, hell yeah, I'm a betting man. Like, there's totally some microorganisms somewhere, somewhere. Absolutely. But mostly when people ask this question, it's talking about, like, intelligent life, which yeah. is definitely a harder question. Um, if, what is it? I just was hearing, like, the other day I was listening to a podcast talking about, have you heard of the Fermi paradox? No, I have not. Um, I could be wrong. I'm pretty sure this is the name of it because it's the only reason I would know the word Fermi. Anyway, so the Fermi That's paradox the basically it just completely made up words. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it revolves around the thought that any intelligent life that could evolve in any part of the universe would either become so um, technologically advanced and powerful that if we came in contact with them, like we are donezos, like there is no question, like they're just going to wipe us out, like we can't put up a chance. Yeah. Either that or every um, intelligent species throughout the entire universe has become so technologically advanced to the point that they are able to ex like ex turn themselves extinct, basically exterminate themselves like we would with nuclear weapons before they could acquire interstellar travel. So on account that we haven't been invaded by aliens, the thought process is we are the farthest there is. There could be like oh, some shit. Okay. There could be like some uh, other like not not human, but like people who are around our timeline on some other planet. But the thought process would be either they're a little bit ahead of us, a little bit behind us, the same place. If anyone was so far advanced that they could come here, we'd be done already. Or, I mean, I heard, like, Neil deGrasse Tyson talk about this, and he his kind of thing is, like, for the for these, like, advanced alien species, like, they're, they're, if, they're, if they're here, they're so far advanced that they would think that we are non-intelligent life and skip right by us. Do you think that's also true? Or could be true? Or could be the case? No, 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 that's a good point. No, that could totally be true. Like, they show up and they're like, ha, I remember when we were doing this, like, exit. Like, I remember when show up we like, thought trickle-down oh. economics could work. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, we tried that a while ago. No, they could very well stop by and be like, oh, this is, I mean, this is cool, I guess, but, like, whatever. But the thing is, the amount of things that humans study, like, we study ants. Yeah. We study microorganisms. So at the end of the day, if they came, I feel like you probably wouldn't be like, um, like, yeah, Earth, like, that's cool, I guess, but let's move on. No, I think if you showed up to Earth and you were an alien, you'd be like, whoa, like, what's going on here? What? Whoa, this is a, a vibe? This is a yeah, big mood? What's going on? Like, a bunch of, like, yeah, are these a bunch of monkeys? Where's all the hair, though? What are they doing? Like, Yo, are those rocket ships? <laughs> yo, is that, yo, GME to the moon? Is that what they're doing? They have a, a cr insane economy backed by nothing. What's, what's going on? That's um, the thing but, that uh, confuses the shit out of me. Your what? money's not backed up by anything. It's all literally just faith. Faith in the American dollar. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I would argue even, 
other countries. I mean, you got like Russia and they backed some of the ruble with gold. But the problem is like we've been on the American dollar for so long internationally like that. Yeah, we don't have enough gold to back it up. But like, <laughs> I don't think anyone has enough gold no, to back anything point, up. No. Like, and people have always been like, oh, what if China and Russia get together? They, they can like, which is true, you know, uh, if every country in the world decided, yo, America has screwed us over with this whole dollar thing, let's move to a different, like a, a different, uh, whatever, a Schmeckles. Let's let's go to Schmeckles and like one Schmeckles worth one, uh, yeah. like one U.S. dollar was. Technically speaking, if every war, every um, world power, and pretty much every other country did that, they could probably bankrupt us, and it would be 100%. just us. That being said. You would need everybody on the same page, which is pretty much impossible on a geopolitical scale. So at the end of the day, I think if the dollar goes down, we all go down. Like do you think everyone that, is riding on the US dollar now. Do you think that like some kind of like global uniform dollar system, like some uniform currency between everybody would work? I mean, the issue you have with that is like economies are just different in different places yeah one of one of one thing in america is not going to be worth that one in any other continent or any other country if you go to somewhere i mean you could even make that argument with just places in our country like something in california is going to cost more than if you bought it in say new jersey thousand percent thousand percent so i see if anything i could see that working on more of like a Yo, like us, Canada and Mexico are like North American dollar. The cum zone. Like I, the cum, yes, the, <laughs> the cum dollar, the cum dollar. And then we just, we turn our currency in North America to the cum dollar. So thus we can kind of, I guess we could like, it, it, I guess it would be kind of a, um, a safety net with Mexico and Canada or USA, Mexico. It would yeah. be a safety net for all three However, it would still kind of like take us away from being deeply entrenched in everybody's business with the dollar. Sure. Because if we all use the dollar. If one country goes belly up, we all go belly up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, unless it's like Greece, we could just let them. (laughs) (laughs) What a throwback meme, the bankruptcy of Greece. Right? I'm so, I'm upset that meme died. Like, I understand it only works if the economy in Greece is failing, but it was pretty funny while it lasted. I remember, like, people were like, oh, like, people in Greece were like, no, now I have to retire at 60 and not 55. And people were like, you guys retired at 55? Like, (laughs) like, normally? Oh, yeah, all right. I mean, you have a um like a, a set period in your life in Greece where you're contractually obligated by the government to go and tan on some weird <laughs> island in the middle of the Mediterranean where all the beaches are not beaches but just rocks. Just rocks. Rocks. Just rocks. Where is it? Where is the where is it? I think it's in Israel. That uh the like the salt sea or whatever, the the the, the body of water that's so dense you don't sink. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got so much salt in it yeah. that literally it's that's crazy. Yeah, what an attraction. I mean, I feel like you go there and be like, all right, it's really salty. It's like, yeah, I can't drink it. Can't drink it. I mean, I'm sure swimming in it would be cool for like a couple minutes. Absolutely. But you would totally be, you already taste the salt water when you go in the ocean. So mm-hmm. I feel like that would, uh, that might be a little too much. So what do you think 
is going to be like the currency like when we inevitably reach post-apocalyptic landscape like what do you think uh, is going to be the most sought after and desired thing because in like mad max it's the water like which is yeah. still true like whoever controls the water controls the people no that's very i mean you've and got a good point. i no no mad See, max um i mean water is definitely important i we totally need that right <laughs> But um, at the same time, I'd say, I don't know. People have already formulated lists that are going to be valuable. That's true. Water is in the list for sure. And food is definitely in the list for sure. But the thing about water and food is food can be made. You can always farm and stuff. Yeah. And again, what kind of apocalypse is this? We don't know. You might not be able to farm. True. Um, water, there's a lot of like... um. I'm thinking what uh you know like cleaning filtration things where like you can filter your water there's rainwater and stuff. Yeah. Honestly, at the end of the day, I would argue that even in the apocalypse, gold could still be valuable. Interesting. I think it would make a comeback, a come zone back. Um, <laughs> no, but really, if you think about it, it we haven't been backed by gold in over fifty years now True. since the seventies under Nixon. So, I mean, who's to say that if the apocalypse happens in another fifty years, who's to say that like who you know we could all just be like, all right, in the apocalypse, once everything settles down and everybody who's going to kill anybody else, like, you know, once things settle down, you got groups here and there. Yeah. Once the marauders get it out of their system, like exactly, exactly. <laughs> once the marauders get it out of their system and people are kind of hunkered down and, you know, some people will be hostile, but I think yeah. plenty of people will just be trying to make it by. I think once it's then gold might have some kind of still value because food, water, and bullets ammunition yeah slash slash guns you know the tool to use the bullet they're only so valuable to the point where it's like all right if eventually i have enough food that it's like all right we're good for a couple months and we have enough ammo for a while and we have enough water like what is there what is there to do then like there's nothing to hold value i think people will need to garner value again once the apocalypse happens. yeah yeah they'll need and, to decide <laughs> under the current whatever landscape that is they need to decide what they need the most and what is available the least yes and then apply the gold to that yeah specifically in that situation not like oh gold it's valuable again but rather oh gold can be worth like x amount of whatever I think that would probably be the most valuable thing. You know what the go-to move for the apocalypse would be? What? Learning how to use, like, a proper sword. Yeah, right? Because bullets are finite. You don't, gotta, you don't gotta worry about ammo for a katana. No, you're right. You don't have to worry about ammo for that. I mean, technically, your strength is the ammo, but... Yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. No, the bullets will run out. I mean, that's a, that's a whole other aspect, because, like, the bullets will fly when the apocalypse starts. But like, yo, what happens in five, ten years when like the kids that are born in the apocalypse are like, what's a gun? Yeah, their bullets haven't been manufactured in since, since the whatever you know. Insert um, stereotypical the something Winchester repeating it. rifle. Haven't heard that name in years. I was saying like I don't know, like the end or like what happened in the bang. Or something like that. Yeah. Or, or um, honestly, like I heard, I heard it used a lot in the beginning of this pandemic. 
but like watching um um or playing like Last of Us or watching like Dawn of the Dead, they always call it Infection Day. Infection Day. Infection Day. And like for as scary as like an actual infection day was having lived through one, um does sound kind of badass. No, it does sound very cool, honestly. It day reminds zero. me of um day like zero days also later. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Counting it by like days, that's kind of fucked up too. No, that is. That is it is cool though. What would be one thing that you miss in the apocalypse? That I like, miss? Yeah, like that you'd miss. It's Oof. like, because like I would definitely get the crate. Like for me, I will have cath- caffeine withdrawals immediately. Oh like, yeah, no, that's for sure. Like I'll the be. The thing fucked. is though, the adrenaline will probably substitute that pretty well. Fair, fair, and then I'll probably have to have some form of like elixir or tonic. And like, <laughs> like, like some tonic. like some kind of like post-apocalyptic like concoction. Yeah, like a hangover cure, but it's yeah. like radiation sickness. Damn, dude. And you know what and you know what the cure is? Baja what? Blast, baby. Baja Blast, Baja baby. Blast. Where are you gonna find uh, you, people are salvaging Taco Bells ten years after infection day? Yeah, we just opened up a fracking site here at the old Taco Bell. Which <laughs> <laughs> fracking but for Baja Blast. That's cool. RuPaul fracks with his wife, Taco Bell Baja Blast. What a future. I'm so excited for it. Actually, it's going to be very grim, but... Very grim stuff. Very grim indeed. A year ago today, Sean, what what did you have on the docket, on the plan, for a normal, like, spring, summer, winter 2020 that got absolutely fucking shattered? Um, going to my snapchat memories right now honestly because everyone talks about all right so i got my brother's dog eating like a dog ice cream that i'm feeding it okay uh so that's what i was doing i guess i i guess i rode my dirt bike down to my brother's house and then i was feeding his dog some ice cream so that's what i was doing one year ago today that's pretty cool (laughs) no it was pretty cool um i I don't really recall it too much however i guess uh not to be a hipster oh not to be that hipster even though nobody even is a hipster anymore. That's true. Which which makes it even more hipster. <laughs> By March 18th, I was we me me and my my brother, at least like people I knew close circle, yeah, we were we were hunkering down already. Mm-hmm. I remember when everybody was all rest in peace, Kobe Bryant, but when everybody was all upset over Kobe Bryant, I with my tinfoil hat on. <laughs> I'm going around showing everybody I can these videos out of China about a new deadly virus that's mm-hmm. that's just getting out of control. And of course, everyone's like, whatever, blah, blah, videos on Reddit, whatever. And yeah. I'm going full-blown conspiracy rat mode. So by the time that everybody was arguing about whether we should take it seriously, by the time it's March, honestly, we had already like everyone was running to the stores like we were we were set we were sitting around we got um we got cases of liquor and you know other recreationals just in case the world yeah. came to an end uh you know we we got the ammo before the big ammo run like honestly we were Smart we were move. preparing for the end of the world just in case i mean it seems we didn't need all of that but what was the piece by- of like evidence that like that like you were like oh kind of on the fence about it and then there was like what video or photo or like quote did you see where you were like you know what this shit's going to get serious quick i would say not to get political but 
once I was watching these videos come out of China, this is January. So by the time we hit February, I was keeping track on the numbers that were being updated out of China. So like X amount of people infected, X amount of people dead. And, you know, they would update them every day. Um, once, and, and that, this is the thing, it was people who are Democrats. It's people who are Republicans. It was like mainstream media outlets from Fox yeah. news to MSNBC to the Huffington post. Everyone wasn't even talking about anything. And it was like late February. Yeah. And I I'm sitting around going like, yo, what? Like I'm watching videos of, Chinese authorities welding people into their apartment blocks because they're just trying to clamp down this virus. I'm thinking it's the end of the world over there and nobody's saying anything, anything over here. That's when I knew it was only a short amount of time before like, like we were going to explode, which we did. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I remember seeing like, I remember like around this time, like I remember... I went to like dinner six days before. Like I went to a restaurant with walked in without a mask. We we're all kind of like, Oh, is this thing serious? And then we're like, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe fucking, I don't know. And I remember, <laughs> I remember like me and all my coworkers were in our cubicles at work, literally just watching shit develop. Like we hit refresh and there were 20 new stories. Like throughout, like like Monday through Friday, it was like twenty new stories every minute about shit just getting progressively worse. Oh yeah, out of like every country too. Like yeah. this from here, this from the oh Italy. Let's not forget oh, Italy, my, dude. I remember seeing that footage was... out of Italy and like being like, oh, like that, like not not that like oh that'll never happen here, but like oh that's crazy that that's happening in Italy. And then like the next night, it was like heartbreaking footage out of like Queens. Yeah, I remember when Italy did their like nationwide lockdown. I remember I was I was sitting at my friend's house or whatever, and I was like, guys, Italy just locked down their entire country. Yeah. And they're like, what? I'm like, guys, 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 guys. Italy just locked down their entire they just shut down their whole yeah. like the country of Italy. The country of Italy oh. is effectively at, like close for business. Stop. They are not manja manja right now. Like, <laughs> there is no tortellini to be bought. <laughs> but seriously, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, wow. I I, uh, I guess this is pretty serious. <laughs> Dude, I remember, like, the anxiety of just, like, because this was still when the CDC was saying, you don't need to wear a mask unless you're infected, which hindsight 2020, what kind of fucking stupid thing is that to say? Yeah, like, like, uh, like mass, no mass, whatever. I remember when it was, don't touch your face, wash your hands oh, for yeah. 20 seconds, and sneeze into your elbows, and you won't get COVID. And then people just kept getting COVID. Yeah, and then people just kept getting COVID, and then, like, we were all like, oh, fuck, oh, shit, oh, God, oh, damn. Yeah, I feel do? like the issue is every couple months, it's been something a little different. And been like, oh, either we were wrong before. No, because, hey, all right, it's, it's an evolving situation. Yeah. I get it. You know, sometimes things change. But at a point, I'm like, all right, let's be real. If, if they told us, if they told everyone to wear masks when, when they should have. Yeah. Yeah, we could have told. Like, what? Things could have been so much better. <laughs> <laughs> been, 
we could have squashed the curve. So and yeah. when they were talking about stay home and stop the curve, they should have been like, wear yo, a wear a mask, stop the curve. Like that was the prime time to wear a mask. Thousand percent. Like I also, I, I remember seeing a, I've been saying I remember a lot, but like that's all I can do because I didn't haven't done anything in a year. Um, when it was like six months after the like day zero of the pandemic, and all these CDC heads went on like Nightline and were like, "Yeah, I remember uh, back in uh, December getting uh, info from my colleagues around the country that said there's a very highly contagious SARS coronavirus." Uh, that we need to like get into action and nobody did anything and that's pretty bad. And then I'm looking at the TV going, you, you're the guy who should have been doing something. <laughs> Robert, whatever. I think it was like, it was like Robert Redford or Robert Redman or something. The guy with the fucking chin strap at 80 years old. Fuck it. Fuck him already. Um, like you, you are exactly the guy like, uh, it's like, like, <laughs> <laughs> damn, uh, I know I'm where the buck stops, but damn, it'd be crazy if the buck stopped somewhere. It's like if Paul Revere showed up into town, didn't say anything, and then the British showed up, and he was like, yo, somebody should have told everybody the British was coming. I yeah. knew they were coming. Yeah, it's like, damn, why else would I be here? <laughs> yeah, the only reason he's here? in the town is because he knew <laughs> the British were coming. Damn, but it's like Paul Revere just fucking darted past our house on that on, on that horse. Everything must be okay. Is everything fine? Is everything fine? I think so. Yeah, it looks fine. It, it, it was just so fucking like, looking back, there's so many different things that should have happened differently. It, it's mind boggling. Yeah. I think if I had been president, I would have, well, first of all, I would have been on Reddit in January <laughs> finding out about this and we would have been way ahead of the game. Fuck That's every other country. They would have been way behind. I would have been like, guys, I'm president Reddit. <laughs> I, I, I've been seeing these videos. I know it's good already. I, I would honestly, it would have been like two weeks to three weeks, maybe like a month. Boom. Shut down. No one's allowed in or out. Uh, honestly, yeah. though, that sounds kind of whack. All right. Maybe you can leave, but I don't know why you'd leave. You know what you it can't is? Come back in. What should have happened, I think in retrospect, um, was a national mandate. Like, because obviously from what we've seen around the country, not every state handled it well. No, every state was kind of doing its own yeah. thing. Like, I think what we should have done was nationally three week stay at home mandate. Yes. Pay, pe- pay people the three weeks pay. Like, work from home if you can, but if your company doesn't, like, can't survive, like, some kind of payroll protection. Unemployment. Yeah. Unemployment, payroll protection, like like what happened with yeah. fucking 10 million people filing for unemployment that first week. Um, because if every business wasn't, wasn't open and people had a good reason to stay home because like the reason a lot of people left their house was to go to work. Like, like I think like Italy and China and all like, and like the bunch, a bunch of like, countries in Asia and Europe were like only leave the house if you need to go grocery shopping like essential travel it, that's it and they had like yeah the police. only people going to work were like actual essential workers actual essential I, workers yeah I understand we got our essential workers here in the United States but let's be real I'm talking about like oh like there's there's maintenance so the water lines don't explode 
exactly like that like that that's real essential trust me yeah. the food is essential but like if we're going to talk about essential workers essential. you have like the grocery store workers and then you got like the guys that make sure you know the water lines don't explode exactly. because they, you know the, there's things that kind of need like all-time maintenance and supervision yeah there's a there's a whitest kids you know sketch um about like it it takes place like post anarchist revolution and all these people are like gathered in a group and they're like anarchy anarchy and just you go hey guys my name's jay i used to work at the local power plant first of all love what we're doing here anarchy 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 uh but somebody needs to monitor the water or, or the the power plant so we don't go into a meltdown and like demolish and they're like all right what if we uh what can can you do it's like yeah but who's gonna provide for my family i gotta forage for food it's like all right can somebody else like do like throw some food our way and then they accidentally formed a society (laughs) (laughs) no no um that's kind of it's funny you bring that up because nuclear power plants forget the water lines you just shut the water off at the end of the day the nuclear power those need to like Either you shut it all down and then you need to like, it's, it's a long process in which you shut a plant down and get rid of all the radioactive material. Besides that, yo, thinking about the end of the world, who, who's going to do that? There's tons of <laughs> nuclear power plants. Yeah. Like if, if the war, if society collapsed, all of them would go into meltdown. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. And not even like, oh, it went in them up like, you know, oh, worst case scenario, like Chernobyl. No, they were throwing people at Chernobyl. Like they were, that's what happens when you actively try to stop it. Yeah. What happens when they just all start doing that and, and it's anarchy, like, and nobody's doing, you know, what? I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Dude, like, that's what, like, I try and come up with good reasons. Like the, the pros for nuclear energy are very good. It's clean, sustainable. The cons I'm at on. Those things are fucking big. Yes, very big. Like, honestly, forget all the other kind, you know, meltdown, whatever. I just remember seeing something once and it happened with Chernobyl a little bit and they had to like do something with it. But when a when a reactor goes in a meltdown, the molten uranium and like steel in the middle starts seeping into the ground. Yes. And once it starts seeping into the ground, you can't get it up anymore because now it's like in dirt and shit like that. Yeah, now it's like, so, like embedded it, in material. Yeah, exactly. So you just have to end up like cordoning off all the soil in an area like that. But like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, nuclear energy is crazy. Don't get me wrong; we can power a lot of stuff, and it's certainly a uh, a feat of mankind. But at the same time, the atom bomb is a feat of mankind. Yeah, yeah, the atom bomb is a feat of mankind that is literally like about about ten miles that that way, due north from me, <laughs> like like powering new york city yeah just used for different purposes yeah it's fucking crazy instead of vaporizing a city it just powers it well one could happen very easily <laughs> who knows we could still vaporize this one too. oh dude Ugh, nuclear power man what a fucking concept what a concept imagine like they're like yeah nuclear meltdown we have to put a concrete t- tomb over tim's house Cause that's what they had to do. They built a concrete no. tomb and put literally just went. They lifted it up and just and put it somewhere. Put it on top, dude. That it's like it's the Patrick Star approach. Let's just push the problem somewhere else. Push it somewhere else. Cover Ab- it up with something. Absolutely. So, Sean, we are going to fucking mosey on over into the next segment or the first segment rather. Uh, fail advice, and I have a beautiful, spicy "Am I the asshole?" post for us. 
Am I the asshole for assuming which name belonged to the human and which one belonged to the dog? My mom lives in a 55-plus community. I've, uh, I lived with her for five months last year, so I got to know a lot of the neighbors well. It's a new community, so a bunch of people have moved in since I lived there. I moved out of state, and I was visiting my mom for a long weekend this past weekend. While walking my dog, I had seen a woman and her dog a few times, and she was friendly to, uh, she was friendly to her uh, making small talk. One day, I ran into a neighbor I knew, and she pointed to a house and asked if I had met Dorothy and Squeaks yet. I said, I think I had to talk to her, but hadn't officially met them yet or introduced myself. Later that day, I saw the woman and her dog and introduced myself and said, And you're Dorothy, right? The lady made an offended face and said, Dorothy is my dog. My name is Squeaks. She walked off, and the rest of the time I was at my mom's that I saw, she gave me dirty looks every time I passed. Am I the asshole? No, no, yeah. you're not the what? Thousand percent squeaks. <laughs> okay, fair point. Right. We do call close and personal friend of the show Nick Nicosia. Nanner meet Nick. Nanner scoots magoots scoots magoots. We we call him a plethora of things. Yes, but like never. And he's not like I feel like that's different when you have a dog. True, I we do like- we do tell him that to his face. You know, that's very different. Yeah. I I think if you had, like, that's if, like, I had a dog named, like, like, maybe if if it was two names, like, oh, that's Squeaks and Scoodles. Thousand percent. And it's like, then you'd be like, oh, which one is which? And And you bank on something. Like, that is so clear. I feel like if your name is Squeaks and your dog's name is a human name, like, you're basically just gaslighting everybody. (laughs) You're tactically gaslighting. any normal human accepts the fact that like, oh, you know, like, like we have human names and the dogs have dog names and sometimes human names. That's kind of how it works. Right. Um, and then she's like, no, that's not the reality I live in. The reality yeah. I live in is where I'm Squeaks. <laughs> I go by many names, but my friends call me Squeaks. That That's actually a cool nickname now I'm thinking about. It, it. is actually kind of pretty cool. Is there, has, have you ever been in a moment where you've gotten someone's name like, chronically wrong hmm. no i just own up and say i don't know their name anymore that that is a fucking like i wish i had that much gumption in my life because <laughs> I, I i fall into the category of yeah what's up man how you doing bud what's up guy that's, oh, for that's sure. sometimes the interactions happen so quick that that's the only mode you can jump into thousand percent but like i'm um, talking i knew like I was in a musical in high school. It was like closing night and there was like a freshman who I didn't know their name and they were like close to me. Not like too close where it's like I like we hung out, but like they 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 come up to me in the hall and be like, "Oh, like Tim, what's up?" I'd be like, "What's up? Yeah, what's up? What is up, my guy?" No, honestly, that that was I can relate to that, especially when you're an upperclassman leaving. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Like the freshman and the sophomore. You know, it's just, it it seems so much easier to remember the upperclassmen when you were younger versus remembering the underclassmen when you were older. Which I guess is a cycle that just keeps repeating because then, you know, the underclassmen always remember, you know, they go up to the upperclassmen and they're like, hey, Tim, what's going on? And then the upperclassmen are always like, I completely forget. Yeah, it's like, but you know who they are though because you do so much work. I know the face. I know the face, not the name. No, exactly. And it's like we've shared enough conversations where it's like, damn, 
Uh, let's just not address that. I don't know your name anymore. I, I, I couldn't agree more. So overall, not the asshole. If no, so, not the asshole. If somebody gets Squeaks. offended that you're that you think their name, their dog's name is Squeaks and you're Dorothy, you're the asshole. Big asshole energy. Yeah, big asshole. If you, if your name is Squeaks, big asshole energy. <laughs> if you, yeah, this woman's like eighty and named Squeaks. Squeaks McKenzie is that maybe her last? <laughs> Squeaks McKenzie, neighbor of Mookie Jones. An arch rival of Nanner Scoots Magoots. Nanner Scoots Magoots. Honestly, rolling into Phil's son of the day, it might be Nanner Scoots Magoots. <laughs> <laughs> Nanner Scoots Magoots. Well, we are now in the second segment of this, uh, of America's most important podcast. Uh, Phil's son of the day, where we choose somebody who is doing active harm to society or is just grinding our gears. Uh, Sean, do you have a Phil's son of the day? Um, yeah, honestly, I do. I was thinking about it. Not anyone specifically. It's kind of like a whole thing going on, but okay, they're, they're sure. all related. Um, and then I'm going to, I'm going to try and on oh, ready, ready, watch this. All right. So I'm going to be talking about the, the Royal family. Yeah, that, yeah, that worked. <laughs> that worked. Through there. All right. Uh, so the Royal family, uh, there was like an interview the other day with like yeah. Prince Harry and I know that blew up. I, I never followed them too much. I That's just knew once they left, I was like, all right, they're out of there. But it seems like, they're you know, it just keeps going on. Yeah. So I'm just like, I saw, I went and saw the interview blew up with Oprah. So I looked into it a little bit more, watched it. I, I, I don't know whose side I'm on because on one hand, oh, for sure. I, I, you know, like, I would not put it past England's royal family for being like, how dare you? You ruin our inbred yeah, that's really English. All it is. They're getting mad. Inbred English royalty. That being said, let's, let's, let's move from the point. Let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's say there's, there's a couple older ones that are really racist, but let's say the rest of them just don't like Megan, Megan Markle. That and could be the case. And I think it's due to, which, here's the thing, I kind of don't blame them in the sense, because one, yes, she comes from, like, probably a better background from you or I, Tim. However, compared to the royal family, she's a peasant. She's a common. thousand percent. Like, and I, I, hell, if I was the queen, I'd be like, yo, what? Why, what? Mm -hmm. No, 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 like, what, A, a commoner? Are you kidding me, Harry? Seriously, we are the we are the royal we are the royal family. Yeah. Like the last one. I'm on the money. I'm on the money. And you're like, what are you doing, Harry? And to top it off, she's an American. Yeah. As an American, I can imagine being a Brit and being like, yo, what? Dude, we get mad. What? We get mad that we got mad that a Brit is playing Superman. Yeah, they should I, I wouldn't blame them if they're mad that a royal member is marrying an American. You know what it like, is? I, I think it's that. Sure, like you could like the, the interview was pretty vague in terms of who was being the most outwardly racist, but I, I think it's like definitely there's some probably like prejudice from the members of the royal family. Like I feel oh, like for like, sure, like you you don't have that title and be without prejudice. Um, <laughs> their I think, entire I empire think that, was built on prejudice. Thousand percent, a thousand percent. And I think what it is is that the people at the firm, that's what Harry kept calling it, the firm, which I guess is like the office of the royal family or something. I don't know. Those people are probably 
dummy thick racist. <laughs> dummy thick. I think that's no, more. No, but probably yes. Like, like, yeah, I don't fucking know. Like, like, and and that enough is for me to probably side with Megan because, like, a like the ta- a the tabloids were fucking big time, big time racist. Like, that's not like like that's just oh, yeah. a fact. Oh, but the tabloids are going to do that, though. They're tabloids. Tabloids going to tabloid. I agree. I think, I no, that's an interesting point to bring where, like, you had, like, not only the royal family, but the structure around the royal yeah. family, which is a whole other element. I didn't think about that. I would, no, that's a good point that, like, it was perhaps there was a lot of rooted racism, yes, in the systemic part of it. I would definitely argue that I wouldn't put past any of the royal family to be like, you know, like that little British rant I just went on. However, I would definitely want to argue that at least the royal family, their views, negative views towards Meghan, wouldn't solely be upon her race, while it would also include the elements of she is not from a wealthy royal background and she is um, American. I think these would be kind of a culminated kind of thing where they're like X, Y, and Z, I don't like these. Yeah, it's it's Um, the three sides of the same coin. Yeah, and then I even wanted to, like, jump across the aisle again because, like, trust me, I don't, I don't know who – I'm not sure whose side I'm on because I, I also jumped to the other side and I say, yo, Meg, what did you think you were getting into? Yeah, John, like, uh, John Oliver quote circulated from, like, 2018 before they got married, and, it was, and he was like, I wouldn't blame her if she got backed out. I don't think she knows what she's getting into. No, no, truly, like, and, like, trust me, like racism, very horrible, like prejudice. However, out of all the families <laughs> out on this planet, the royal family of England, that's your choice. And I understand yeah. all love and but like, all right, seriously, like I understand you can meet someone like, oh, I really like this person. It's like, oh, it's actually Prince Harry of the royal family. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll just go home and meet the parents. Like, no, that's not meeting the parents. No, no you can't you... meet his parents because they killed his mom. <laughs> they killed his mom. Like, there is so much shit going on with just the the like the just the thought process of like, oh, this is the royal family you are marrying into the royal family. Then you have to add on everything else besides the fact that you're royally and you're marrying into the royal British family. It's like at a point, it's like, yes, no matter what she faced, you know, it's very terrible. But at the same time, I mean, I could have thought I could be like, don't. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't. I don't know them personally, but I I can probably tell you, you don't want to do this. We can make some very accurate assumptions. Exactly. I I, I can tell you they're not going to like the color you are. <laughs> I can Pretty tell much. you that right now, Megan. She is the queen of. Do you see how old she is? She's like she's bones. She, yeah. Have you, you seen you, Prince you fucking <laughs> Philip? Oh my god! Don't even get me started. He he's senior bones. <laughs> senior bones. She's bones. Like the queen is a bag of bones, but like he's senior Mister Bones. Like <laughs> somebody, I, I saw a tweet on Twitter, and it, it was the the quote from Megan is like, they were worried about the color of Archie's skin. And they were like, yo, they concerned about the wrong person's skin color. And they just, <laughs> put him, and it was Philip purple. Yeah, no, he's crazy. I don't know what's he's, he's dead. Like a zombie. He's dead. He's dead. And they just haven't told him yet. Yeah. Weekend at a uh, weekend at the, um, weekend at Phillies. 
<laughs> I was just saying, like, weekend at Buckingham Palace. Oh, bruv. Right, oh, bruv. In it. I'm just getting, uh, I'm just getting walked around Buckingham Palace with these uh, marionette strings and all. <laughs> yeah, don't follow the strings. Don't follow the strings. Damn. But that's the thing. As much as I do want to then say to her, like, you should have known what you were getting into, I then want to go further and say, yo, I don't blame Harry, though. I'll just add the element of there are a million families you could have been born into. Yeah. You, know, you got born into like, like, yes, objectively, like, oh, the best family, but also like, yo, if that is not your gig, yo, that's hell. Yeah. That is hell oh, on earth. Yeah. And I could totally imagine like Harry is like the one dude in like X amount of generations who's like, uh, I, I I don't think I can handle this. I think I need to have like, like he's already not going to have a normal life. They don't have a normal, they can never have a normal oh, a thousand life. percent. But to get even remotely closer in that direction than being a member of the Royal British family. Sure. I could totally understand his perspective of being like, yeah, yeah I'm out of here. It's like people blame it on Megan say like she convinced him like, no, she didn't understand. She thought she was getting into the family. I think by the out. time- yeah, he was like, oh, no, you're my ticket out. That she thought could be it, it was like the ticket in. Yeah, I think he's always wanted this more normal life. I feel like that's part of the reason he joined the, the military. When oh, yeah, did. because it didn't matter who he was there. You were all Yeah, he, they soldiers. were all just amongst the ranks. He was Harry. He was like Private Harold. Private Harold? Private, Private Harold is a bit cringe, bruv. Yeah, having a bit of a fucking on a Tuesday. Uh, I should bit cringe, bruv, having an American war, right? <laughs> oh, I should a little bruv. bit cringe. A bit cringe. Right? Oh, <laughs> well, my my fail son of the day um, isn't as, like, I don't know. I, I My fail son is the weekend. Just the weekend? Wait, not, wait, not, the actual the, weekend or, like, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? The, 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 the man known as the weekend. Oh, oh, the weekend without an E. Yeah, because he didn't get nominated for any Grammys, and he was like, I'm boycotting the Grammys. It's like, dude, like... Dude, you weren't even invited. You of all people should know that the Grammys are a fucking sham. Yeah, right? He's so deep in the business, too. Yeah, it's like, if you're, like, yes, he did have arguably one of the top three most popular songs of 2020 in Blinding Light, but, like... Dude, an absolute bop. Like, don't get me wrong. Oh, no. But there, oh, sure. For every bop that wins a Grammy, there are a million more that don't even get the play that Blinding Light does. Oh, yeah. Um, What is it? Um, I, Yeah, I just heard the other day. It was on for literally, it's been on the top 100 for a year. And it's like yeah. the first song to ever do that, like straight. Here's my uh, little, uh, I, I'm not a conspiracy Trust me, I love The Weeknd, don't get me wrong. Yeah, he's great. But, no, he's fantastic. I love, uh, and that's the thing, I love his voice so much that I was pissed at the Super Bowl show because I don't know if anyone else thought this, but it was like his mic volume was like ever so slightly too low. And it's like, it's like his voice blended with the instrumental just too much. I wanted to hear him a little louder over everything else. Mm -hmm. They turned him up by the end. Because I think they noticed that, but the first couple ones, I I noticed he was a little low. Mm-hmm. That being said, I don't know. I I it was a good song, but at least having like worked in some bit of like radio industry and stuff like that, I you know who was 
Who was listening to Blinding Lights all Children. year? Children. 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 No, no, that's a good point because I was going to say I didn't. I really liked The weekend and I liked the song, but I wasn't listening to it all year. And were radio stations playing it all year? Oh, I'm sure they were playing it, but having worked at a radio station before, at the end of the day, I can tell you they don't play what's necessarily on the top 100. What's yeah. on the top 100 is there because of what they play. True. Yeah. So if I'm at a radio station, I work there and the blind, you know, blinding lights is out and I love that song. I'm going to throw it on like the, the MCAT system for coming on like once every hour. That is true. Meanwhile, there's another pop station that it's like, yeah, you know, that song is popular, but it only, you know, it came out a couple months ago. So, it's, it's there for once it, yeah it's once every couple yeah. hours i would venture to say as popular as the weekend is he's like i think like like we all loved him so much yeah we i don't think any i don't think i've met anybody who hates the weekend exactly i feel like he's on top 100 not because blinding lights is a, a masterpiece by no but means. we just all love yeah. the weekend so yeah much. absolutely it, it, the man's a vibe oh yeah he's a oh, vibe I'm a big fan of like the most recent album with with blinding lights on it. With um, you know, it, it's very retro. It's like 70s, 80s. He's got the afro yeah. instead of um, that, instead like, of like uh, his crazy hair before. Yeah, you know, it was all tied up and long, and then he kind of just went to the afro. And even the blinding lights video, it's very like sure uh, 80s. Uh, his suit and stuff. I'm a big fan of his vibe. Oh, absolutely, but in terms of his songs that like were the most famous. I can't feel my face is certifiably a better song. I think so. I don't know. I am a fan of that one, but I will say when Blinding Lights comes on and on the radio, like, I I put the pedal to the metal. That is I true. drive erratically. There aren't true. many songs I actually drive erratically to, but it's like it's it's that one and the song remains the same off of Houses of the Holy by Led Zeppelin. It's pretty yeah. much the weekend in Led Zeppelin. And I think the key thing to kind of factor in here is that people are still talking about pet sounds. People are always still <laughs> talking about pets. Somebody just had a TikTok the other day. They were talking about pet sounds. What's your favorite? Like, all right, because I'm not a big Beach Boys guy. I I I I've, could almost venture to say that I've listened to nary a pet sounds song. Is it as good as people say? It is as good as people say. I will I will say that. I mean, there's some that you have to have an acquired taste for. Sure. There is like the song. Pet sounds, and then there's some uh, there's some pet sounds. There literally. are some pet sounds. There are literally pet sounds on the album. Um, but you know that's a, that's a little it's it's meta. It's, it's that that was innovative for the yeah. 1966. Interesting. To have pet sounds on your pet sounds. Much to consider. Well, shall we are fucking crossing the finish line here and going into our final segment, the one where we throw our hands to the sky and say fuck it. Where's the joy? Sean, where's the joy been in your life? Um, it doesn't doesn't have to be big. Like it could be like for the past like three weeks, mine has just been pizza and sandwiches. Okay. Okay. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to, it it by no means has to be existential. uh, Where, where is my joy? Oh man. Uh, <laughs> um, I guess if anything, you know, we got the, the warmer weather coming around and uh we're gonna spring forward and get some extra hours of daylight. I'm I've so been excited. riding my uh been riding my dirt bike around. I'm gonna do that after we 
we're done recording here. Beautiful. Actually. Yeah, what on these drew you? Dates. I, I I've been kind of wanting to ask this because like I've seen your snaps of you riding the mountain bike. What like grab? What brought you? What interested you about it? Was it just like the fact like broom got to go fast through the woods? Like like how um, did you get yes. into mountain biking or dirt biking or whatever? Um, definitely broom broom go fast. That is for sure fun. <laughs> That being said, so, I mean, you visited my town. I'm definitely in an odd part of Long Island, New York, yeah. that people do not expect to exist. You're, Very, We are pretty much the boondocks of Long Island. You're in the part of Long Island that is so far east that it is somehow upstate New York. Yeah, exactly. Like, we're, we're east, but we're not the Hamptons, which people think is yeah. all east. We're, up, we're weirdly upstate in the middle of Long Island. Yeah. Um, I would say growing up, there was always the kids with uh like dirt bikes and quads and then there is the kids on their bikes i was always a kid on the bike um you know in a single income household we couldn't afford those fancy toys like a mm. dirt bike or quad like some of the other kids man like some some of the families around here poof, like i'll tell you they got all the toys it's crazy yeah but that being said when you're in the middle of uh manorville out here the, the toys are fun you know there, there's so much woods and not enough to do yeah that being said, once I got to, uh, you know, an age where I'm now, you know, making a decent amount of money on my own and I can make my own purchases and whatever, it was about January. It was the end of January, actually, of last year. And as we were talking about before, I was I was on top of the whole coronavirus in China. So I was thinking like, oh, man, the world might end. I definitely want to like, exactly. You need exactly. a way to get around. I need a way to get around. Not only like a way to get around, but I was like, Damn, like, at least if, like, we're, like, locked down or whatever, like, I can ride around in the woods, you know what I mean? It's like, it was always, like, a, like, a, if I get this, there's something to do, even if everything shuts down. So, I was like, you know what, 300 bucks, I went to Queens, drove all the way out there to Whitestone, um, picked it up from this guy that lives in Queens, like, I don't know why he's got it out in Queens. Um, And then I brought it back home and kind of just, you know, started riding around. I mean, it's a good time. And then, what is it, I literally... I went riding around right when things shut down about a year ago today, maybe a little later, like early April. And I drove through the woods and went to this clearing and I shit you not, there was like 30 people really? with dirt bikes and ATVs. And I guess it was, it was a beautiful day and everyone was out of work and it was so funny to just show up and everyone's looking at each other. Like we all had the same thought. Yeah. We're, like we're all here on our own accord. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple groups of people like five or six, but we're all like, Oh, this is kind of funny. Is because I honestly, your Snapchats have been kind of inspiring me to to maybe get one because it look it does oh, look fun. Are I've I've convinced legal? my friend Tom to uh to uh get a little get a little two wheeler get a get get a little vroom vroom machine. Got to go fast. You can make them uh, street legal. You just have to you know you got to put on like a back a turning signal. Okay. So that they can see behind because, you. And then you'd have to put like a little mount for a license plate. Because that's the only way that I can justify it. Do you have to get a motorcycle license for it? No, 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 no. And if you get like a like a smaller, like a mini bike or pit bike, something like that, you know, they're not they're not even too crazy either. Like you're not you're not dropping tons of money right. into like a oh, I'm getting like a Kawasaki two fifty, dropping like five thousand dollars into a bike. Like I'm talking yeah. about like you know, just drop a couple hundred bucks into a fun little like 
you know, it breaks down, don't get me wrong, but it's simple enough that you can put it back together in five minutes. Yeah, because I feel like the only way for me to justify that, per- like, that purchase, because they're, like, like you've been to my area. There's not a lot of, there's, there's woods around me, but not close to my house. Yes, you're very much, like, Main Street kind of area. Yeah, so, like, for me, having it street legal would probably be, like, top of the list because it would be fun to just get on a pit bike and just drive around town. Oh yeah. If you got, I mean, half the time when I'm like, if I'm hungry and I want to grab a slice of pizza, I'll take, I'll take my bike there because it's like the dream. No, it, it's, it's a fun ride. You get some fresh air and then to top it off, you're using to turn your car on. I have to drive twice the distance cause I can't cut through the woods on my car. That's, so, and then yeah. I got to turn the car off, turn it back on again and drive it back home. Like you're just using less gas. It's 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 a good time two that wheels. Sounds fucking sick. That might be like an honestly like a very fun, like purchase that doesn't break the bank. Because I think I like I think they sell them at like the tractor supply near me. No, they. That's what I mean. You can like these things are mad simple. You put them together in like 10, 15 minutes. Done. You're that's scooting cool. around. Next thing you know, you're nanner scoots. Nanner scoots bopping around town. You see skiddlies, you're bopping them. Oh yeah, without a doubt. That but is um, yeah, the weather and uh, riding around, some fresh air on two nice. wheels. That would definitely be my joy. Awesome. However, Ooh. what is yours? My joy uh, comes in the fact that uh, yesterday at the time of release, but tomorrow at the time of recording, we're losing an hour of sleep, but I think it's worth it because we're, oh, yeah. because the day is ending later. And like my seasonal depression is just going back to generic over-the-counter depression. Oh coming, yeah, we're coming back tomorrow. to normal. We're back to normal. Like, like the fact that tonight it's going to be about six thirty, and it's going to be sun setting around there. That's fucking great. Tomorrow when it's like seven, like seven thirty, yeah. and it's still light out. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be outside. I'm gonna be outside the whole day. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be a great day. It's gonna be a great time. I mean, I, I do believe it's supposed to be a little chilly tomorrow, but yeah. still, yeah, like. Even even like if it's chilly, like if you're out in the sun, you got the sun beating down on you. You got a nice sandwich. Oh yeah, no, no, no. in the sun, honestly, not too perfect. bad. That is a perfect day. I'm so excited, so joyful, so filled with joy at the changing seasons. Vaccines are coming. All, all fucking. Coming. Uh, President Biden could have been President Reddit, but we but we fucked up. <laughs> He's saying that May first, that uh, all adults should be eligible. In every state. That's a little optimistic. It's, at least a little optimistic. Opinion. Plus, I think at the start, I think they're only saying adults 26 and up. Ah, right. So, so they're, they're getting us. They're getting us at some point. <laughs> they, 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 what is it? The, um, the South Park special that they just released the mm-hmm. other day. Like the whole running joke was like, first, the old people got the vaccine and then they go out to the bars and they, they're flipping off everybody. They're like, fuck you, young people. <laughs> And then all the adults get it, and then all the basically the adults go out and party, and all the kids are still stuck in like COVID yeah. restrictions. It's like, uh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, we're ending it on a fucking beautiful note, very optimistic note, finding the joy. Sean, thank you so much for coming on and you know filling in the <laughs> shoes where Kyle so desperately left them. Oh, of course, I I could fill them anytime you want. I'm thank you for having me on. Absolutely. This was a this was a good time. Sean, was, I can't I can't believe the time passed so fast. It did. We we went like an hour ten, just as I kind of suspected. Where can the fine people? F- I I know you don't have social media, but you got anything to plug? No, I refrain from my social media yeah. um use, but uh, 
yeah, let's let's plug a couple things. Um, if you ever need voiceover work of any sort, send me an email at s e a n f o s t e r one zero two four at gmail. Uh, once again, that's s e a n f o s t e r one zero two four at gmail.com. I can do some voiceover work for you, or if you need audio work done, editing stuff like that. Um, oh, you know what? And you, let's let's plug some music. Uh, Soul Rat Music at Soul Rat Music on Twitter and Instagram, and you can see some of our stuff there. We haven't been as active as of the past year, clearly, but Wonder we why. are getting. Yeah, no, we, we've why. been. We've been getting back in motion Beautiful. for this coming summer, and we're going to be doing live stuff, recording some things, and yeah, you know, plugging that music. Beautiful, and uh, they have a, you. You guys have a, a video which me and Scoots made, helped me. Uh, yes, on YouTube. On YouTube, that is at the on the Basement Districts uh, YouTube channel. I think if you just type in Soul Rat Basement District, like live session. Yeah, live or um, water drinker farm. That is where we uh, did the session. Yeah, did you? These guys fucking rip, man. They got the goods. Thank you. They got. Thank you for having me on, Tim. We definitely got to do this again. Absolutely, we we would love to have you on, Kyle. When he when when I consult the Necronomicon and bring Kyle back to life, you you need to come back on. Uh, You can find the Failson Tragedy Hour on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts wherever you get your podcasts you can find the show on twitter at failson pod and on instagram at failson tragedy hour pod uh we're planning some live stream events uh on twitch.tv slash failson tragedy hour uh there's a 30 second clip up there from one of our super bowl streams you can check out um i know we're planning some disc golf content coming down the pipeline when it's safe um and you can find me on twitter and instagram at Timmy Brenner. Uh, Folks, don't spill your beans.